A conversation can change the way you think, how you feel, or even what you believe. So, no matter what the conversation's about, it's not for nothing. Hello, I'm Kyle Leon Henderson and welcome to Not For Nothing, the show where I bring you all the conversations I'm having on a daily basis or the conversations I want to be having. And today I am bringing you a fun conversation again. Surprise, surprise. It's with Ethan. Hi. Surprise, surprise. It's me again. Um, so today we are going to be talking about the things we watch. Okay. Uh, Mandy, friend of the show, friend of your life, has a blog uh, called What You Read in Wednesday. And this is What You Watching Today. <laughs> I just named it. but Just now. I, you and I are watching some very interesting new things. Not just television, not just movies, but all of it. So I just thought we would talk about that today and bring our thoughts to the page. Have we ever talked about... Like TV and what we're and movies and what we're watching. Yes, I'm certain we have. We have. This is episode 83. I'm that's, certain we've that's talked what I'm about saying, this. Though. I don't know if we have. I think so. Okay. I we had to have. I just don't. I refuse to believe we haven't <laughs> talked about television and movies since we both live in Hollywood and we're here. So I know you and um, Joseph have. I, yeah. I don't know. If, well, if we haven't, then now we will. Either way. That's what we're talking about today. Um, so yeah, where do you want to begin? What do you, well, actually, I'll, I'm not going to let you decide that. I'll decide that because I'm the moderator. You're the host. I'm the host. I'll say where we begin. Um, I think the most pressing thing that we are watching right now is movies. We've been watching for the last few weeks um, the Marvel Cinematic Universe because we've never watched anything in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Nope. And now we're pretty versed in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Eh, we're getting there. Uh, we've seen every Avenger movie. We have. I think that's pretty. There's a lot. More I think that. that's pretty versed uh, in the Avenger movies. Um, so yeah, because we are going tonight. To we're recording this on a Thursday. It'll be live on Friday. We're going tonight to watch the Eternals at the mm -hmm. Chinese Theater in Hollywood, and I'm excited because it's a new story coming out by. The Marvel Studios. Mm -hmm. Are you excited? Directed by Chloe Zhao. Oh, yeah. Uh, Oscar winning. Oscar winning Chloe Zhao for Nomadland. I saw that on a plane. When, did, when were we on a plane together that um, I saw that? We were going to... Oh, no. I don't remember. We Was were on Alabama? a plane this year. We were. Was oh, it this uh, year? Maryland. Oh, we were going to Maryland. That's on our way back from Maryland. I was like, I know we were on a plane this year for some reason. It was when we went on vacation to Maryland and Delaware. Uh, we were coming back, and we I watched Nomadland on uh, the plane, and it was good. Oscar winning for uh, Frances McDormand and Oscar winning for Chloe Zhao, and I agree. They were great. But yeah. So we're watching the newest Marvel Cinematic Universe, Marvel Studios movie tonight at the Chinese Theater. Um, and I'm excited. I can tell you are because it was your idea. Yeah. Um, we were. What, what movie were we seeing when we saw the trailer for it? It was... Hmm. I don't know. It wasn't Free Guy. I think it was Free Guy. Uh, was it Free... Oh, that's I think last it was movie Free we Guy. Got, that's the movie, last movie we saw. It was, was Free, Free Guy. guy. Um, um, we saw the trailer, or they played the trailer for Eternals. 
Um, and I said, ooh, I want to see that. And you were like, really? <laughs> well, you it just never occurred to me that you wanted to see anything in the superhero realm or wanted to see anything in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, because it just sort of, I mean... Like, that's the thing. I don't know if this is the way it is everywhere in all of the world and all of America, at least. But here in L.A., when you tell somebody you've not seen something, they go into this whole fake drama of like, I cannot believe you haven't seen this movie. And it's like, there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff out there. There's more shows than ever. There's more movies than ever. There's more ways to watch them than ever. Why is it so hard to believe that I haven't seen a certain movie? And it's always very sort of, it's either like deep classics, like Mm -hmm. Pulp Fiction or something like that, or Uh like real sort of high-minded movies. Or no, no. I mean, people. Had, I mean, yeah, that's true. But also, Marvel. People. Are, I cannot believe you didn't see these movies. And it's like, you know what that is? That's narcissism. You think the whole world thinks the way you think. Some people love other things well, than Marvel. I find that at least most of the people that I've heard, you know, overheard talking um, mm-hmm. about movies, people here in L.A. are very sort of nose in the air about superhero movies because they're the most the most base form of entertainment. You know, um, and as she said on hacks, which we'll get into in a moment. Oh, just because everybody enjoys it means it's not, or just because the most people think it's funny means it's not actually funny. Exactly. And she said, and she yes. was like, yeah, yeah, basically, and that's very L.A. That's and it's it. like, no, nope, don't buy that. We are from Middle America. We will always be from Middle America, but we chose to live on the coasts. Mm-hmm. And I, I embrace my Middle Americanness, and I also think that. Why? It's not fun. It's not fun to be so snooty about everything. But either way, we're digressing now at this point. We started watching the Marvel Cinematic Universe finally. Years after everybody else. Mm-hmm. Sue me. I mean, I've I seen care. the first um, Tobey Maguire Sp- Spider-Man. Uh, I, I remember watching it, for whatever reason, in my room, which I never, as when I was growing up at home, never watched. Did you movies have a TV? In my room. Uh-huh. But I just played video games in there. Mm-hmm. I don't know why it occurred to me to watch that movie in my room by myself, but I did. Well, and that, that's the thing. The Tobey Maguire's and the Andrew Garfield's of Spider-Man are not in the Marvel Cinematic Universe as, as it speaks of today. No, they're not. Only the Tom Hiddleston. Well, there you go. Or then. whatever. I didn't know that. I mean, th- like, I mean, they're Marvel, but yeah. when you speak about the Marvel Cinematic Universe, it starts with Iron Man in 2008. Anything before okay. that was just a licensed right. telling piece. of a Marvel comic. Well, there you go. I didn't know that. And I assumed it was all in the universe. No, the Marvel Cinematic, because everything exists within the same universe, starting right. with Marvel, uh, Iron Man in 2008, the Hulk starring Ed Norton, who was replaced by... Mark Ruffalo as the Hulk. That's the same character. That's the same iteration. Iron Man. That's why Iron Man was played by Robert Downey Jr. All the way up until the Avengers Endgame. He was played by Robert Downey Jr. Because that was the same person the whole time playing that same character. And all these characters from other movies are coming in playing their same characters. Telling more of this same story. And... The, the the TV show Agents of Shield and WandaVision and all these other shows they are they are continuations from the Marvel Cinematic Universe 
and Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield do not exist as Spider-Man in this universe. Only, is it Tom Hiddleston? Tom Holland. Tom Holland. Although I keep thinking it's Hiddleston too. Um, Tom Holland is the only Spider-Man in the Spider-Man cinematic universe as they speak of it. Mm -hmm. And the Eternals is in the Marvel cinematic universe. Right. It's a continuation of yet the Marvel story. And leave it to me to who to pick the one when I wanted to jump in. Something about the Eternals trailer made me go, ooh, I'm interested in this. I want to see it. And of course, we'll see what we think of it when we see it tonight. Mm-hmm. But so far, it's the one that people are giving real crappy reviews for. Well, I, I, I don't know. I saw that on Rotten Tomatoes, it got the first uh, Rotten like rating. Which that just, but that just feeds into for Marvel first Marvel, right? Yeah, and that just feeds into a point that I've been trying to make. Slowly, that you have no barometer I have for no what barometer. people want. I'm always the opposite of what the people think because something about that Eternals was like that looks interesting and something I would like. I want to see it, and everybody else is like, "This is garbage and this is terrible and this is off well, kilter for Marvel." And then like other movies that I see trailers, trailers that I see, I'm like, "This looks like it's stupid." And everybody's like, this is... Ju-. Like, I was telling you guys last night, uh, I forget the name of the movie, but it's uh, it was a horror movie. came out a couple of weeks before Halloween, I think. Uh, it was an A24. The studio A24 did it. Um, some movie about these, like, Swedish or something farmers who had a sheep farm, and one of their sheep gave birth to a, like, sheep-headed, human-bodied creature, and mm-hmm. they adopted the child as their own. And yeah. I said, this looks awful and stupid and everybody was like this is the new horror and it's <laughs> this genius. is changing the face of horror and it's like whatever um well and so I, i'm always wrong is the point uh, well i and I, my theory is this that the reason people are giving it rotten people love nostalgia whether like that is the thing and people like you again you get all bent out of shape about nostalgia you just want new 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 sometimes mm-hmm. you don't you don't like the return to the nostalgia you don't want the reboots you're wanting new content all the well, time well that's the thing i like both i want it to be both not only nostalgia for the mm-hmm. longest time that's all that people have been doing well i mean that's not all that they've been doing that's all that's been on your radar cuz well that's all time, that gets the attention right but it's out there like there's been lots of new stuff out there for the last few years. I mean, it's just that's sort of where my attention has been a little bit. But the reason I think the Eternals is sort of not as hyped about is because it it does have to do with the story of that was that took place in the Avengers and it has to do with the story that took place in Guardians of the Galaxy. But it doesn't, but it's brand new. It's all new characters that they haven't seen before in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And so I think people are just like, they want that nostalgia. They, they mm-hmm. like that, that in the Avengers, you will see Captain Marvel and Captain America and Iron Man and the Hulk and Black Widow and Hawkeye. And you'll see everything. And then in the Avengers end game you saw the Gar- guardians of the galaxy come in as well and you saw Groot and you saw Quill and you saw all these people from guardians of the galaxy like they they love that people n- no one is going to pop up in this movie from other movies presumably mm-hmm. like this is a brand new story right. about brand new compelling characters and i think that's why people are probably panned it a little i agree I they're just like i wanted it i wanted something yeah 
I think that's, but, uh, I would agree. We'll see, like I said. But it could also be that the studio has for a while now mm-hmm. um, been able to kind of coast on that nostalgia. They don't necessarily have to put as much effort into making us as the audience care about their characters because we come with care for the characters built in because they're characters that we know. Yeah, but these I mean, are all well, and new that's, characters, so they, and that's we have to be thing. made to care about them. That's the thing about reboots and revisits because we care about the characters. That's why they're popular. We want to see what's happening next. Um, but in that, let's break it down a little bit. We went through, let's not give any spoilers to any of the Avengers because people, I don't like it when people say, yeah. Um, well, you should you should have seen it by now. Well, I didn't see it, and I'd like to not have it ruined for me, and I should not be punished for not going out to the movies and seeing it the second it came out. Because guess what? I have a life. I I can't. I don't know what to tell you. I can't go to the movies every single day to see every single movie just so I don't have to worry about spoilers on a podcast mm-hmm. twelve years later. Sorry, don't spoil a movie ever. Don't spoil a book ever. You can say talk about any of it without having spoilers. Um. So let's break it down a little bit. We started with the Avengers, um, and we watched. We did watch Captain America: Civil War because it was very Avengers heavy, right? But it was told from the perspective of Captain America. Um, who's your favorite Avenger so far? Scarlet Witch. Scarlet Witch. Who's that? Wanda. Wanda. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's something too. And that I I don't think I actually mentioned it to anybody while we were watching the movies, um, but. The I I liked that they never referred to each other as their superhero names. Yeah, they referred to each other as their actual names. Mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting that for some reason, um, but I liked it. It just was like, oh, they're friends. They're like real people who mm-hmm. just happen to be incredible, incredibly gifted or otherwise enhanced uh, people. Yeah. So Wanda's your favorite. Mm-hmm. Why? I liked her a lot. I don't know. There's some. Well, I like her powers. Um. That has a lot to do with it. Yeah. But also, I don't know. I just like her character. I like her her arc of kind of going from sort of disturbed, mm-hmm. uh, sort of vengeful for no reason. She gets, a, she gets a sort of redemption arc. And then she's constantly wanting to kind of like prove herself. Yeah. And I like that. I identify with that. Um, again. And which, she asserts her independence. Yes. A lot. She's like... I know you said this, but I'm going to do this. I also like it whenever there's a character who sort of isn't terribly... She's not the... Overall, she's not the strongest. She's no Captain America. She's no Thor. Um, She's a little fragile. But she gets her moments to shine kind of in every movie that she's in. Mm -hmm. She gets to have her moment where she like really goes hard and everybody else kind of goes, whoa, she's not to be trifled with. Yeah. Um, There's a scene... Like, I, like you said, we're, we're going to try not to spoil anything, but there's a scene toward the end of one of the Avengers movies where she really goes hard, hard, hard on like the big bad. Mm-hmm. And because of uh, time travel situations, she knows stuff that he doesn't. And she's all mad at him about it. And she's like, you took everything from me. And he goes, I don't even know you. And she goes, you will. And then mm-hmm. she kicks his ass. Yeah. And I love moments like that. Right. Um, who do you think my favorite is? Based Ooh. on what you know about me. Oh no. Hmm. I honestly don't know. I can't I can't really place it. I'm gonna guess either to use their superhero names, Black Widow. Or or Iron Man. Okay. I thought that you would 
um, guess that my favorite would be Captain America. Mm-mm. Um, and I that to me was the most likely. Looking at the palette of people who are the Avengers, myself, I guessed before starting to watch it that Captain America was gonna be my favorite. No, I've changed my mind. Okay, my final answer is uh, Black Panther. Black Panther? Uh-huh. No, I I think because we haven't seen Black Panther the movie. We've seen him the character in the Avengers. I he might be my favorite once I watch the movie, but no, it's not him. Um, yeah, I thought that Captain America was going to be my favorite just because I am pretty nostalgic about America, and mm-hmm. I love. I and he starts in the forties, and he's a soldier, and I'm just like, oh, I like that. Um, but no. I know, and it's not Black Widow. It is not Natasha Romanoff. I loved her too. Um, she's great. I like that's the thing. These movies gave me respect for Scarlett Johansson. Me too. I did not care for her ever at all. I thought she was super overrated based on what I knew of her and what little I had seen of her. I was like, mm, overrated. But now that I know, like now that I've seen these movies, I'm like, like her, love that she's married to Colin Jost. That's mm-hmm. fun. They have a baby together now. Hope she wins all her money that she's due from Disney because right. she's in a battle with them right now. But my favorite, it actually highly surprised me that this is my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Iron Man. Okay. So Tony, right. Tony Stark. Um, I just really I like him a lot too. love, I don't know, I he just, he maybe it's because of everything we're going through with Facebook and billionaires now and everything, and I'm like, that's what billionaires should be doing, saving the world. Mm-hmm. Investing their money and saving the world. So, um, but I love them all. I love Mark Ruffalo as the Hulk and Bruce Banner. Um, I love Peter Parker. Yeah, Spider-Man. he really, he really, he stuck with me. I think, I think Tom Holland might be my favorite he's, Spider-Man. He's pretty adorable. Um, and I've seen all, all three of the modern iterations of Spider-Man, and I think P, uh, Tom Holland might be my favorite Peter Parker. And what were, did you have any expectations going into the Marvel universe that were proven right and were dispelled? I wasn't expecting to be as, in, uh, not involved. As um, engaged, engaged, yeah, I guess as I was, mm-hmm. um, like especially after the last two Infinity War and Endgame, <laughs> there was one of them where we were, have we mentioned that we're watching them with Michelle and Flo yet? Mm-mm. We were watching them with Michelle and Flo, friends of the show. I don't think so. And there was one in particular where after it ended, she looked, Michelle looked at us and she said, "Wow, you guys do not look happy," <laughs> and we were not. Well, it um, was. Um... It takes like. It was after Infinity, Infinity War, War. Yeah. Um, because, I mean, you go see the movie, but yeah. it ends on a cliffhanger because it goes straight into Endgame. Yeah. And, yeah, it... it, it Which is like interesting. An and a cliffhanger. Because it's almost like a two-part movie, but it's not a two-part movie. <laughs> well, it could have been a four-part series is what it could have <laughs> been. Um, but you know, like Harry Potter, the last Harry Potter was a two-part movie. Yeah. The last Hunger Games was a two-part movie. Yeah. It could have been a two-part movie, but I, it, they kind of treated it like it wasn't. They treated it like it was its own two mm-hmm. separate stories, which was interesting. But it feels so silly to say this, but it took a lot out of me watching those movies. Yeah. <laughs> I felt like no. I went to battle in those no, movies. That, you know? And that's something, that's why I said the thing I said. You don't, you used to not 
want that. You're you used to tell me that if it takes a lot out of me to watch it, I don't want to watch it. Like I don't want that for myself. You used to tell me that. That's why I said that the other day because it does take a lot out of you. But but a lot of art takes a lot out of you. You know, yeah. and and that's the power of the of these movies, and that's the power of television shows, and that's the power of characters. It takes a lot out of you because you care. Yeah, and there's a couple of things that I still feel that way about. I'm evolving on that stance, but like there's been a small but noticeable recent trend uh, in the entertainment industry to create like very real, raw stories about like relationships and marriage. Mm-hmm. I don't really need to see those too close to home. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and one of them is Scarlett Johansson, and I'm sure she's wonderful in it. But, yeah. you know, I don't think I could handle that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is different for me. But I, I challenge you to accept the challenge anyway, you know? Because every time you do ex- go somewhere you don't usually go with entertainment, you're pleasantly surprised. Yeah. I'm slowly and stubbornly figuring that out just in general in life mm-hmm. is... A lot of the times, the things that I think I'm not going to enjoy, I actually enjoy more than I. Well, it has more than I would think. It has been in your nature. Oh my god, <laughs> I'm dead. Our cat is so stupid. Little Bo. He poked his own eye out with some with a an art piece your mom sent us on, that was laying on the table. Now he's mad at it. <laughs> now he's angry. He's like, now I got to now I got to know about this. Um, no. It was always in your nature sort of to just steer 100% clear, give a wide berth between you and anything that makes you uncomfortable. And there's one thing that I... Is that not true? Yes. And that's what I mean. Like, I'm evolving on that. One thing that I might never evolve on is horror movies. We'll see. I'm never, I'm never going to give up. You sure won't. Because all the stereotypes... Are that you should like scary movies, horror movies. And I will say, I went to... What do you mean? All the stereotypes. Like, everybody says that gays love a, love a horror film. Do they? Film. Yes. Oh. Gays love horror. Interesting. Love it. Um, I will say that I was very proud of myself for going to Horror Nights recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went to Halloween Horror Nights yep. on the last week. Not the last day, but the last week. And um, I was proud of myself for doing it. I don't think I'll ever do it again. And here's why. Because... I think you will. I don't know. Because here's why. Like I said, I'm glad I did it. Proud of myself for doing it. I I didn't hate it. I enjoyed myself. I uh, it, it, There was a very clear and quick moment where I was like, oh, I need to leave. Why? What like, happened? It was just overwhelming. Like I was... It was getting to the point where I wasn't enjoying it anymore. I was... It was... Uh, it was too much. What? Which part? Just the Just the being scared. I don't like being scared. I don't like it. Were you scared? Yes. By what? I like, I'm, and that's the thing. When people say, are you scared? I think about like extreme situations. Like, were you afraid? And I wasn't afraid. That's the thing. Like, I'm, I know, oh, this is fake. Nobody's going to hurt me. Nobody's allowed to touch me. I don't fear for myself. But it doesn't change the fact that when, when Michael Myers jumps out at you from a window and comes this close to your face. Mm-hmm. It creates a bodily reaction in you. I didn't like, like, I, I was very uncomfortable with the fact that all throughout the the Halloween four maze, they were, the Michael Myers was banging on the window. I didn't like that. 
That creeped yeah. me out. That creeped me out. And here's the thing. I did not like that at all. Like, those moments where it just flashed the, in the window, like the lightning flashed in the window, yeah. and it was just him standing there. I like that. That's cool. Yeah. But when he starts, like, making noise or coming at you, no. Mm-hmm. No, thank you. And then, you know, there, I know we're and then the room. Off, we're and way then off topic. But the okay. room with all the Michael Myerses standing yeah, there, and some of really them are cool. alive and some of them are not. That that's really creepy. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but then when they start to, like, actually interact with me, that's yeah. when I don't like it. And well, I, hate, I, was I actually... hate jump scares. I hate jump scares. I hate jump scares. And that's all <laughs> that's it is. all it is. Um, so, yeah, there was definitely a point. Uh, and I and I kind of took a guess for myself about, like, I think I'm only going to be able to do three mazes and then that'll be it. And I yeah. was right. After three mazes, I was like, oh, I, I need to leave. Well, and that's I why go. I think you will go again. Because we had access to some VIP stuff. Won't go into details. Whatever. Yada, yada. Um, and we'll do it again because we will probably have access to the same, same sort of risk-free way of going, uh, next year. Mm-hmm. And the part that I loved the most and that I think you loved the most about Halloween Horror Nights was the, when they do the mazes based on the classic Universal Monsters. Yeah, and I love and that And they're going to do a different one each year, so I assume that you'll want to go back and see it each year because it's beautiful. Maybe, because, um... Because I've seen it every single year they've done it. Because I had fun walking around on the grounds and watching other people get scared was fun yeah. for me, uh, which I know is super hypocritical. <laughs> but it was. It was fun for me to see other people get scared by, like, the wandering actors. Yeah. And then, yeah, this year they had um, Bride of Frankenstein. And that one I loved because there's not a lot of scaring happening in that one. Well, that was an original story. Was it? I wondered about mm-hmm. that. Because okay. there's the Bride of Frankenstein. And the whole movie is about Frankenstein's monster getting a lover, whatever. Mm-hmm. And so in the movie, The Bride of Frankenstein, she's actually only in it for the very end. Mm. And so they took that character and gave her a full life after The Bride of Frankenstein. That it was, was really sort cool. of a sequel to The Bride of Frankenstein called The Bride of Frankenstein Lives. Mm-hmm. And that was a ri- an original story. That was cool. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I really love that one because there's not a lot of scaring going on in that one. It's just... There's a little. Uh, I was scared to death by those witches, whatever, the, whoever they were. That was those, probably like those the brides. one part. Yeah. yeah, they were they were coming right. Well, they came right after me. Maybe you didn't get right. reached at, but that was the their little too. glowing eyes reached right at me. And that was the thing, too. When we went through the Halloween maze, I was the first in a group, so I yeah. got all the scares. Uh-huh. You know? um, so anyway, the point of all that tangent was... Um, I am now into, into superhero movies. Yes. Because honestly, before Avengers, um, like I said, I saw the first Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. I didn't see the others. Uh, and other than that, the only superhero movie I think I've ever seen was the first Wonder Woman, mm-hmm. which of course was fantastic. She's DC. DC, right. And I think that's it. I don't think I've seen any... Super, I have not seen any Supermans, any Spider-Man, or Well, speaking Batmans. of which, Gal Gadot is going to be... The live action Wicked Stepmother and Snow White. So there you go. Wait, what? I saw that today. I saw the article. The Disney, Disney's doing the live action Snow White. And I have she's no idea. The, okay. I don't know. <laughs> I saw that she was playing the evils. Well, yeah, I guess it's Disney because it had the Disney picture of the cartoon next to Gal Gadot. I like that. I see her for that. And so there you are. I mean, um, I just, I just, yeah. I just always see. Um, what's her name? Uh, Charlize Theron. I always see her, see her doing it because she was amazing. But that wasn't movies. Disney. I know. So, uh, yeah. But that being said, we are going tonight to watch another Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. 
Um, but also, we are watching a lot of television that is uh, that is fairly new or second season refreshed, or we're starting it anew. Like we're, the, my my big ones that were that I feel like we're in in the zone with is the morning show, impeachment, American Crime Story, Ted Lasso, and Hacks. Mm-hmm. Um, is I there think- anything else from we're watching? Sort of. I feel like on I'm, on the cusp, like we're right on it with, with that. I can't remember. I think that's the four things we're watching pretty heavily right now. Yeah, I think that's it. Um, yeah, I think so. And that's the thing; those are all original concepts. Mm-hmm. So I think we are kind of. We did definitely go through a, a moment where it did seem like every which way you turned, all that was happening was reboots and reimaginings. Mm-hmm. And I think now we're getting back into sort of a mixture of both. Yeah, they had their moment, and I I think they've proven that they are a worthy, a worthy thing to look into. Mm -hmm. Uh, Revisiting characters are always going to be something worth doing. I don't think that I think there were a lot of them that sort of finished their run, except for the Connors. That's still going, and I love that. We we are watching the Connors, but that's not new anymore. It's in its fourth season, and we love it. Um, And there's one day at a time that we need to get back on. It's it's been canceled. I know we never saw the new one. Yeah, we didn't see the we didn't see the last season right. of One Day at a Time, but um, and the Wonder Years just came out and it's it's a big hit. The Wonder Years yeah. of the Black Family, but uh, yeah. So tell me, what's your favorite of all the things we're watching right now? Ooh, it might be Ted Lasso. I don't know though. Yeah, I think it would probably probably be Ted Lasso. But they're all just right there. They're all pretty mm-hmm. pretty neck and neck. And that's because they're all very different, I think. They yeah. all kind of hit different nerves for me. Because for me, uh, and you can talk on this too, I would like to hear your thoughts on this as well. Because mm-hmm. the morning show hits for me that like just heavy, insane drama. I love that kind of stuff. Uh, but not, it's so real, though. It's not to me at all. It is real, though. <laughs> I read, the, I read the book it was based on, and it was, and it's very real. Well, that sucks. <laughs> um. I have the book it's based on right over there if you'd like to read it. But yeah, it just, the level of drama on that show is so crazy that I just can't look away from it. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, Impeachment. I'm fascinated by that story. Um, I'm just too young to know what happened. Um, so <laughs> No one's joining in you in this, in this regaling of your own youth. Um, so it's... Uh, but I'm fascinated by that story, and it's very it's fun for me to see it, especially from her angle, because of course it's Monica Lewinsky as executive producing on it. The first five episodes have been for her from her perspective. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the acting, I mean, you know, we know this from back when they did uh, People versus OJ, which I stand by my opinion that that is the great, greatest piece of television ever made. Um, we know that they know how to cast, they know how to. The people know how to act. They know mm-hmm. how to build that tension and build that story. It's pretty quiet as far as like the pace. Yeah. But it's just, it just feels like something. Well, bubbling and Sarah the Paulson, time. the the great shapeshifter of, of American television. Like she is. She's something else. I mean, literally she's something else. I want, I want to, I want somebody to give her a film. Yes. Give her a film. Like I know that she, I mean, but the thing is she, um, She's made her home in television mostly, and that's okay. That's where I want to make my home mm-hmm. is television. But I would love to see what she could do with with biopics and stuff. 
there's a moment where, uh, well, we were having a moment where we were watching the show and she start her character starts taping phone calls. Yeah. And land a trip. Yeah. And I said, I keep forgetting that everything that's happening in the show really happened. Yeah. And you said, oh yeah, she did that. And so you pulled up on YouTube a video like from the news back then, like clips of the phone calls that they had gotten and they played them on the news. And when we heard her voice, like the actual Linda Tripp's voice on that phone call, we looked at each other with that, oh my God, look on our faces because she sounded exactly, Sarah Paulson sounds exactly like her. I'll say I am obsessed obsessed with beanie feldstein now oh yeah i cannot wait to see she's having her moment and i can't wait to ride it every moment with her and she is a fantastic facsimile of Mm -hmm. monica Lewinsky. but but sarah paulson is not a facsimile she's a carbon copy of linda trip it is weird um but that's playing bill bill um that is uh owen Somebody, Clive Owen. Clive, he's so good. Yeah, he's good. He's, he's so good. good. And I can't wait to see Hillary. In the next five episodes, um, you're gonna we're gonna see Hillary because we're on to episode five right now. We're gonna see um, Edie Falco as mm-hmm. Hillary, and I watched Hillary on the View, not Hillary, Edie Falco on the View the other day, and she was talking about how she um, she was asked if. Hillary had given her thoughts on it. And she goes, I hope she doesn't. I hope she has something better to do than watch this little show. She said, but I do believe it is in, it is important for America to see this played out in this way. Played out. Because it was played. Because stories like that and OJ, this first season of American Crime Story, these are stories that were played out in the public eye, but over the course of months and years. To have it played out and remind be reminded of it in 10 episodes. I think it's really important. Mm-hmm. And I think I think people love to hate on Ryan Murphy and I have there's there's some things about Ryan Murphy that mm-hmm. I don't particularly love as well, yep. but he does a fantastic job with being a great steward of meeting history with art. He does. So um, my sister is watching the People versus OJ while we're watching impeachment and she keeps like commenting on things in our texts and it's so interesting because she's too young to i mean she was born in 99 yes we're both too young to remember live what was happening with oj but she for sure is she wasn't born when oj came down um so she texted me the other day and she said do you think that rob kardashian really felt bad after a certain point and i said oh yeah i I mean i think he absolutely i think he knew that he that he was like yeah my friend murdered his wife yeah. or his ex wife yeah. but um, Ted Lasso Ugh. we were because uh, a friend of mine who's going to be on the show in a couple of weeks Austin Lord um, said yeah he, he said he's like what is Ted like tell me about Ted Lasso and I said it is the most charming show that was ever written I said it re- and I fig- and figured out the per- appropriate way to say what it is mm-hmm. it's the Office meets the Great British Baking Show. It's exactly what it is. Yeah, I guess so. It's got the charm and the and the sweetness and the saccharineness of the British baking show. But it, it's it's a workplace comedy. It is a workplace comedy. It's missing what it doesn't what it doesn't have that the office did have is that cringe humor. And thank God, because I that is Well, my that's what I mean. Least favorite the type of humor. The office meets yeah. great British baking show. Yeah. 
or Parks and Rec. Yeah. You know, it's, I, it's honestly, very documentary-ish, fly on the wall. Kind of, yeah. I honestly cannot think of another show that I've ever watched, and we watched a lot of shows together, mm-hmm. that just made me so, like, put me in that cozy place, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. It's a very cozy show, and the drama is not dramatic. It's emotional. It's it's emotional, and you feel bad for these people who are, because even the people who are doing bad things, you're like, damn, mm-hmm. I see why she's doing that. Yeah. Or I see why he's wanting to do that. Um, but I, I don't know about you, but every single like emotion that those characters feel, I feel right there with them. Yeah, it's true because, um, and and these are and and the actors, most of the actors in this are actors we haven't seen before because they're English, mm-hmm. and a lot of them are from the West End. Um, so they're just they're stage actors and. They're they're fantastic. They I love them. I'm most obsessed with Hannah Waddingham. Yeah, her and who the high Seth Rogen said on the night of her, her Emmy win, Hannah Hannah Waddington. Yeah, he did. And I'm just like, get it right. I'm over. I'm over a little bit. People who are just high as a lifestyle. I'm like, oh, well, indulge if you want, yeah, but that, I'm but not interested in that. You, you know how I feel about that. Yes. Um, um, but yeah, I, I love Hannah Waddingham. She's my new obsession. Her and the girl who plays, um, Keely. Keely. Mm-hmm. So her name together. is Juno. Juno something or other. Yeah, I don't remember. Um, but yeah, she's great. Um, and Hacks. Yeah, Hacks was a surprise for me. Was it? Hacks was like a surprise investment for me. Yeah. I thought I would like it. Well, you know. the reason we got onto Hacks is because I worship Gene Smart. Mm-hmm. That's it. I worship Gene Smart. Uh, and Gene Smart is one of those rare people who go, who will transition and win awards for playing drama and comedy. Like, is Gene Smart a comedy actress? Yes. Is she a drama actress? Yes. She's not one or the other. And she's, it's a rarity. And people love her because she's fantastic. Mm-hmm. And she is playing a, a an, an elder an elderly an an aging Las Vegas comic mm-hmm. who makes a lot of money in Las Vegas. So yeah, yeah, that show was a. I say it was a surprise to me because, um, like I said, I knew I would like it because it's her. But. It took a couple of, like, I liked it from the start, but it took me a couple of episodes, probably three or four, before I was really invested in it. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of like, oh, wow, I'm really caring about these people and what's happening in their lives. And I was not expecting that. I wasn't expecting it to be as, like, raw and real mm-hmm. as it is. And well, I and, that it, a lot. and it's not a, it doesn't have a big footprint. It's a small little mm-hmm. show on, on, on HBO Max. And, um, I'm really glad that Jean Smart won the Emmy for it because she is, as far as I'm concerned, the queen of television and she deserves everything she gets good in life because she is wonderful and her husband just passed away. Uh, her husband played the boyfriend of Mary Jo Shively on, mm-hmm. on the Designing Women and he, he was great. He was real cute. He was good. He was nice. He would. They had a great marriage. They adopted some children. Um, so Jean Smart, I just root for her, and not that she needs me to because she's fantastic and she's making a killing out of being 
a fantastic actress. But I just I love I'll follow her and I'll I'll view what she does. Um, I love it. So we are really diving into some really great stories and some great um shows. So I'm really loving it. Yeah, they're out there when and I, you know what? I think there was definitely a time where it was t- TV was kind of the punchline. Like Oh, there's nothing on TV but trash. Yeah. Or well, and like even at if you look back at some of the recent Golden Globes, I think it was 2011. I mean, I guess it's not that recent. 2011, 2012, 2013, when, um, when Amy Poehler and Tina Fey d- did hosting duties, they made a joke about where the beautiful people of film come and sit with the rat-faced people of television. Yep. And now, like, it's no it's no secret. I mean, it is like Hollywood has shifted on its axis, and it's no secret. If you want good writing, great, great writing, you go to television. Mm-hmm. And that's not network television, because even network television is, fi- is struggling to find its own way. But with streaming platforms like Paramount Plus, if pa- Paramount Plus is Paramount, Paramount owns... Paramount owns CBS. They, you know, Paramount and CBS are in the same entity. So CBS shows are usually Paramount shows. And then there's also Paramount movies. So if Paramount gets a great story, it has a platform right there to put it on Mm -hmm. Paramount plus. So it's, it's, it's not going to be, it's not going to be getting any, it's not going to go back to the way it was. Oh no! And so many people want what used to be, and I think the only way to have a pleasant experience in anything in life is to look around and see what is and embrace it. And right now, we have access to some fantastic stories. Um, Disney Plus is bringing out, and the Disney Plus, owned by Disney, who owns Marvel Studios, who owns ABC, who owns every, you know, they own everything. And they are bringing to us Marvel Studios creations, and we have WandaVision, and we have um, we have uh, a new show coming out about Hawkeye, and we have uh, Shield, Agents of Shield, and we have Agent Carter. We have all these side stories on television, as well as the Marvel Cinematic Universe films that we've been watching, and we're going to continue watching. So, I mean, I just, I really, I love it. Like, I can't get enough of shows that shows and movies that connect to one another in the same universe. That's why I'm going back to the very beginning and watching Law and Order. Oh wow. I'm doing it without you because it's too, it's too much to wait on you cuz mm-hmm. you you take longer to watch things than I do and that's okay because that's the thing. Now is your time because the, the standard is 10 episodes per season. Yep. And it's finally happened. It's finally coming <laughs> to be your time. So uh, what movies that are coming up are you looking forward to seeing? Like movies of as far as what? Just any movies? Yeah. Because um, we've been to several movies lately, so we see a lot of trailers. I mean, I'm looking forward to Eternals because it looks like a beautiful story. Um, I don't know that, I don't know. It's hard to, I can't remember. I'm looking forward to the, uh, Lucy movie. Oh yeah. Amazon prime. It comes out actually next week. Um, the being the Ricardos that had a lot of buzz around it. Everybody was buzzing, buzzing, buzzing because 
everybody wanted Deborah Messing to play Lucille Ball slash Lucy Ricardo. Um, and it actually wound up going to Nicole Kidman. And I don't remember who, the, if they said anybody, they wanted to play Ricky slash Desi, but it wound up going to Javier Bardem. But I, think, I seem to remember that the people were more like, we don't know who we want, just not him. You know who, if, if they were going to go the, a route that's not Javier Bardem, I would have actually liked to have seen um, Pablo de Passi. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would have liked to see him do it. I think he could because he's a singer too. Uh, he is a Broadway and I think he was on West End too on the West End. I don't know. But anyway, he, he was fantastic. But the thing was, this was all sanctioned by Lucy Arnaz, the daughter of Lucy and Ricky, teaming up with Aaron Sorkin, one of the greatest American writers of all time, West Wing, um, The Social Network, and he did Newsroom. Um, but people were not having it with Nicole Kidman. Um, I, I, I will say as a Lucy expert, Lucille Ball expert, she's not who I would have picked first and foremost, but also I'm not in the project. It's not my say. Like, and we watched the trailer and she sounded a lot like her. Yeah, she did. She, but the thing is, she's great. People love to hate Nicole Kidman now too. And I'm just like, "Ah, she's good. Like she's good. People. Only people only do that to actresses. Never happens to actors. Nah. People love to love a certain actress until we don't anymore, and then suddenly she's terrible. Mm-hmm. Same thing happened to Nicole Kidman. Same thing happened to Anne Hathaway. Lest we forget, Nicole Kidman is an ex-wife of Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. She's been through her stuff. She had to fight the Church of Scientology. But no, I'm looking forward to that because that movie is a specific week in the lives of Lucy and Desi when everything went wrong yep because that's the thing there was a week when they were making i love lucy and the lucy desi comedy hour when it just all fell apart and they had to fulfill the rest of their obligations and get the hell out of there and i'm looking forward to seeing that played out so i mean you know and lucy arnaz she's like well love it or hate it you don't get a say it's happening it's (laughs) happening so and she's like, we trust Aaron Sorkin. And there was some times in the filming, because they filmed it pretty fast. Like, it was like the spring, they were still casting, and now it's coming out now, uh, next week. And in the midst of the writing and the and the performing and the, and the production or whatever, Lucy Arnaz was quoted for, by saying there was a few things that just did not happen. Mm. And she was not happy with that. Um, but at the end of the day, I don't know. I didn't, I don't know how it all turned out. I don't know if she got what she wanted or they made some concessions to make peace where with all the players or what. But at the end of the day, she said, I've seen the movie and it's fantastic. So she's seen it and you know, it's, it's, she loves it and she thinks it's fantastic. And I'm, I'm great. I'm, I love the story of Lucy and Desi. It's one of the greatest American Hollywood stories of all time. You know, it. I mean, it was just a triumph of a story, you know, it, and it's almost one of those stories where the dog catches the car. <laughs> you wanted to get the car, but then the car turned out to be a fleet, you know, so watch the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else, anything in specific that you're looking forward to? I'm also looking forward to Encanto, the new, the new Disney movie. 
I don't know anything about that one. I don't know either, but it's Disney. So There you go. Well, we are, I don't know if we've talked about this, but we are going through, we have the list from out from Wikipedia, the list of every feature-length Disney film, not animated, not any Walt Disney Studios feature-length film that they have made from Snow White all the way up until Disney+. Plus. We are going through and watching them in chronological order. And we're in the 50s right now. People think we're crazy for doing it, but I'm like, there's not that many movies. It's not a ton. Yeah. So um, we're going through and doing it. So we will have seen every single Disney feature-length film within a year mm-hmm. from now. And I think that's fantastic. Yeah. Um, like because we can speak on things. We, we have references. We know how to, you know... Think about Disney as a whole product. Yeah, as Disney people, it's important. As to Disney us. people, I like to know the Disney stuff. And then, of course, knowing me, I'm going to trickle in other things like television shows and television movies and such. So, well, that means eventually we're going to be watching that Sir Raven. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. And we didn't, we kind of fell off Raven's home, but we're going to pick it back up it after okay. that. I mean, I like it. It's, it's it's doing its thing. Whatever. Anyway, um, I think that's all the time we have for. But um, I highly recommend Hacks, The Morning Show, Impeachment, American Crime Story. And if you're not watching Ted Lasso, do yourself a favor. There's only 19 episodes so and within two seasons. And I think they said they're going to limit it to three seasons. I could be wrong about that. I could look it up right now, but I'm not going to. Um, but I, th- but do yourself a favor. If you're not watching Ted Lasso, it, it won comedy of the year at the Emmys. Jason Sudeikis won, uh, best actor. Hannah Waddingham be- won best supporting actress. And what was his name that won? Brett Goldstein. Brett Goldstein. Yeah. He won for best supporting actor. And he's like, this plays this like Neanderthal angry man angry man on the show and he could not have been more cute and more charming on the emmy stage and i'm like that's why he won the emmy because that's not who he really is this neanderthal he did do the swearing though yeah he did but he's british he's british well and that's the thing they let the west end actors come to the emmys yep and um and that's what you get. And Hannah Waddingham comes up on stage to receive her image. She goes, oh, Jesus Christ on a cracker. <laughs> like, that's what you get when you let the West End actors come to the Emmys. And you know what? I wish you'd do more of it. Oh, yeah, that's what she said, too. Give I us more really jobs. want the West End actors to have more jobs. And I want more Broadway people to have more mm-hmm. jobs. But because there's more, there's more content now than there's ever been. So give Broadway and West End actors jobs. And then also give me a job with them. <laughs> well, it's only fair. You know, there's TV and movie actors go to Broadway all the time. Yeah. So why can't it go the other way around? What is that god-awful noise? There's Do children you... playing. Oh, my God. Well, like I said, we've given you four very different shows that hit very different moods. If you want high, intense drama... Do the morning show. Mm-hmm. If you want, like, oh, it's love. But but that's the thing. Juliana Margulies is back. Is on the morning show. Mm-hmm. She's back on TV. And Jennifer Aniston and Reese Witherspoon and Marsha Gay Harden. That cast is crazy. I cannot. Marsha Gay Harden. And if you want, like, so and Steve Carell. He's really good. He's so good. I love um, Steve Carell. I if, hate this character. Well, but what can you that's do? Why he's good. What can you do? I love him dearly. Um, and if you want, like soapy quiet drama that is real life 
watch impeachment. Yeah. If you want a cozy show that'll make you laugh real hard and probably cry. Well, I think the joy of, of the joy of impeachment is we all know how it ends. Exactly. There's no there's no surprise. So we get to see how it happens. Like we can see the drama unfold, but it's safe drama because we know how it ends. No matter what you want, you can see certain people get theirs and then you can see certain people triumph no matter what you want. So except for Monica Lewinsky. That poor girl. I mean, I know. I know I know she made some mistakes and watching this, I'm like, you idiot. Mm-hmm. Why are you doing this? But I'm like, I I, I root for this girl. I want her to yeah. succeed. And incidentally, she and I were Facebook friends at one point. <laughs> Not Beanie Feldstein, but the real Monica Lewinsky. We were we were friend, Facebook yeah. friends. In the same circles. We ran in the same circles. It's fine. And yeah, um, and if you want like a real kind of sometimes gross, sometimes raunchy, but always touching and heartfelt show, do um, do hacks. Hacks, yeah, it's cute. And the, the and I'll end it on this. We watched the Avengers and one Captain America movie because it had Avengers. Um, but we are going back to watch Iron Man, and the I'll first be, one. I'll be, but we're gonna, well, we're gonna watch everything in the Marvel Cinematic Universe in the chronological order it was released, so that we can experience it with the world. And by the end of time we get caught up, we'll have seen everything in the order it was released, and then catching new stuff. So I'll be posting about that on my social media. If you would like to follow us along, do so. And now he's going to go cook dinner before we go see Eternals because we're going to a nine o'clock show, which is the only way to go during COVID. Yep. Because it's never busy on a Thursday night, nine o'clock show at the Chinese theater. By the time this comes out, we'll have already gone. So it's not, we're not at risk of being kidnapped. We probably will be barricaded in again, though, like we were last time. Oh my God. We came out last time. (laughs) We went to the movie. We had to move the barricades because they just locked us in. I was like, hello. But anyway. That being said, Halloween is over, so put out all of your fall decorations. Get all of your recipes for Thanksgiving ready because holidays are coming and we this is this is our time to shine, guys. This is it. Get your vaccinations if you haven't gotten a vaccination and if it's time for your booster, go get it because that is your best defense. Wear your mask when you're asked to and always always try not to be an asshole. Bye. Oh,